Reporting live from my parents' house where it all started. I was just about to say the exact same thing, back where it all started. It's a, yeah, a bit of a full circle, actually. Uh, yeah, we're, I'm a 28-year-old man, and I live, uh, live at home. Yeah, 27. Same. Oh, you got, you're young. you got <laughs> so many years ahead. For me, it's a different story. At twenty eight, it's uh. Why? What's what's so different a year ahead? Oh my god, everything changes. Everything like, like, at the twentieth birthday. Yeah. Oh my yeah, yeah. You get a letter actually from the adult club. Oh. And they're like, what? And what does it say? They ask. They're like, just some basic things. You're an adult now. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how's it going? How's career? What's your net worth? You know, what you earning? If you have like a girlfriend or like long term, you plan to yeah. get married, kids. Yeah. They kind of want to know just a bit of a status update. And uh, you couldn't fill any of those boxes. I'm, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I I had uh, you know I have career, I have education. Yeah, I got some money. Yeah, you know I just uh, it, it was more the the more of the long term stuff. You know, wife, kids, uh, assets. I mean, I got assets. Yeah, assets. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm doing all right. Couple um, D bikes. Yeah, could be yeah, exactly. If if dirt bikes make you a rich man, I'm a very rich man. Wealthy, wealthy, rolling in it. <laughs> rolling in it. No, I'm just joking. Um, we're back at the house because Rob and I just moved out, and we uh, just actually got the paperwork for a new place, but we don't get it till um, the new year, Jan first. You. Yep. So there's actually this is the first time in a while where I'm, I'm excited, dude. There's a lot of big stuff. Um, like there's actually a lot of promising stuff in the future for the first time in a while. Like COVID's been as uh, we've been as open as I think we can be about how much it's absolutely just put me in a blender. But uh, we're finally doing something about it. Yeah, f- uh, it's been weird. This last this last bunch of months have been weird. Not and not good. Not productive. It not. almost cost us the band. It almost cost us. We almost, we almost, we, I mean, I don't think we came close, but uh, we came the closest we've ever been to maybe split, splitting ways. Yeah. Um, a few weeks ago. So th- this is real talk. Like shit just wasn't going well. When stuff's not going well, as my mom always says, you got to change a losing game. Change a, uh, what does that change a losing game? What do you mean? Just if stuff, like if you do the same stuff, you're gonna get the same results. It's just yeah, generally along that that basic line. But she she gave a a book to me that she read recently. Like you know, always change a losing game is the title. Yeah. Um, and it's just I I uh, I haven't read it, but she says it all. Like she gave it to me to read recently. Yeah, she references that. She references yeah, like you know, if, if stuff's not working out, like you gotta you gotta figure out some changes to make because it's you're not winning. And yeah. I felt like at least during COVID, you know, we weren't winning. Mm-hmm. If it, if unless Call of Duty wins count because I was doing a lot <laughs> of winning. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's true. It's like you see it. Like I think like a, like a perfect example of this is like sports teams. Like 
like your 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 favorite sports teams, mm-hmm. and you see you like you think you have like the sickest team, and then you don't uh, you don't make it as far as you want to or win any championships, and you start like offloading your star players. Yeah, and it's it's always you kind of always have that like you're like oh like why why are you getting rid of so and so why are you doing this and it's like um change change is it's it's like the only option it's sometimes. the only option yeah. and uh yeah dude so the the big news for you listeners out there is um basically covid uh covid as we said in previous episodes just highlighted like huge gaps in our motivation centers and like you know i i, I went from thinking i was like a really super motivated entrepreneurial, like do everything kind of guy uh, to in COVID kind of collapsing on myself and then realizing that like looking back, I wasn't doing, I was doing a lot, but I wasn't doing the right things. And I was looking at motivation uh, too much and when I should have been focusing on discipline mm-hmm. and I was uh, living in my comfort zone still. It just looked like, uh, I was living out of my comfort zone because I was doing a lot of stuff that a lot of people are uncomfortable doing, but I was very comfortable doing, you know? Yeah, for and, sure. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, spoke to you and our, our roommate Kevin about it, and I think we were all, and I think a lot of people are guilty of this, but I think you guys were all doing the same thing. Everyone, everyone in our house was fucking off, and it was this, um, it's a pretty bad environment of, of, I don't know, we just were... F- we were failing together, and it and it, you know, it felt all right because we're we're all doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know it's it's like uh, I don't I don't know how to I don't I don't know how to wrap it all up. It's like the um. I've, yeah, I've I fully lost my train of thought there, but I th- I think I think we just like got got it got in a rut, and because it, because it just feels like we can keep going along with with uh, getting money from the government, and like everything's all right. It's like that there was no discipline in uh, there's no discipline in our like daily activities because we lost all our jobs. Pretty much. I mean, you you had some entrepreneurial stuff. Like uh, we did some entrepreneurial stuff, but yeah, it's just like yeah. it's it's so easy with like with like we had somewhat of a low discipline before, and I think we were really only functioning on motivation before. Yeah, not discipline. And I yeah. mean, I, like folks out there, folks. I don't know. I've never said folks. Folks, listeners out there, like. I, we do exaggerate a little bit when I say do nothing. I, I there always is some stuff, obviously. Um, and when I say like really bad, like it's not all doom and gloom. It's just comparatively, you know. Um, so yeah, we did. What I think, Rob, is that before we were functioning on motivation, and that's what I was saying before. We just kind of like we're talking about the living situation. We were functioning on motivation, which for me came from a lot of things, and. A lot of it, I realize now, is external. But we picked a career that is doing something we like, so we actually had motivation to do work there. Um, the lifestyle I was living in my, you know, comfort zone was doing the work I like to do. Mm-hmm. So even for my entrepreneurial ventures, I'm doing the work that I like to do for these companies. Um, so it, 
as much as I did have discipline from, you know, the perspective of I did force myself to do a lot of things I didn't like to do. For the most part, my work in my life didn't require much discipline because I was I was off motivation. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was a key to an ideal lifestyle. I was always focused on motivation. What do I want to do? I should only be doing the things I want to do, like in, in designing my life. And it was only when my motivation centers dried up in COVID, you know, everything externally that was motivating me to do all the things I was doing disappeared that I realized that it's such a fragile way to live. And that's why I think we had so many booms and busts in our productivity. Discipline. It's like if, if you look at any job, um, any full-time job, it's it's a discipline thing. You know, it's like, even if you love your job. Even if you love your job, it's a discipline thing because you're being held accountable by someone else. So it's like, you know, no matter how you're feeling you gotta be day there. to day. You gotta get the work done. You gotta be there. And if and you work for yourself, you don't have that that No, you don't have that same sort of um I don't, I don't know. You, a, a, like a you person to like, report to yeah, accountability yeah. to yeah, like, exactly. no one's gonna fire you from yourself. You're just gonna fail. Mm-hmm. So you need to have the personal discipline. So it, it was uh, in a recent episode, I was talking about, uh, you know, this concept of how, you know, um, essentially when when COVID started, I just, I thought it was going to be vacation. So I just turned off all my disciplines because I didn't need it. You don't need to go to the gym when the gym's closed. I was already in good mm-hmm. shape. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just, I felt like I was already living the way I wanted to live. I didn't need COVID to start doing the things I wanted to do. I was already... I was already doing it all in my mind. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, this is a little vacation. You know, whether it's one month or three months, take a little money from the government, you know, and then hopefully I was hoping that, you know, you and I would still make some music uh, after like taking like two or three weeks off because you went home. I shut my discipline muscle off and it's crazy how how quickly it atrophies. You know, it just disappears. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, it's really hard to kickstart. But going from that point, I I started to realize in COVID after like two or three months of really like kind of just not having a discipline um, that essentially I realized that I was never doing the stuff required of me to make my ventures successful to the next level. And we've talked about this in previous episodes, you know, like, uh, the, the few things in each business, I was always doing the stuff I was good at operations, the numbers, starting businesses, figuring out the first steps, you know, brand, logo, name. We did it all with the band. We did it with the podcast. We did it with my previous businesses. Very good at that. Very good at operating them, keeping them going. But um, the steps outside of my comfort zone are always uh, kind of like the sales or like outreach, the collaborative networking kind of activities and the, 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 create, the creative component committing to actually the lifestyle of thinking of like living what you're kind of selling. So when it was jewelry, you know, it would be the example would be like looking for new designs all the time, thinking Mm -hmm. of like just thinking of creative ways to uh, grow, you know, what's, what's, what's new in the fashion industry? Um, What new designs are we going to come up with asking friends? Like, look at this, look at that. What should we go with? Like that is a big component of jewelry and then the second component would be, you know, selling, reaching out to people, collaborating, getting on social media. Hey, look at my jewelry, buy my shit. Like, let's work on this together. It's like 
the, those areas outside of my comfort zone, I thought it was just because I didn't like jewelry and fashion. Then we get into podcasting and and uh, real estate photography and music, and I and I realized this the same pattern. For the podcast, we did we did all the setting up, we did everything great. We can get guests, so we can keep it running, but we're not. Hey, listen to our podcast, everybody! Like selling, like trying to find bigger guests, like really. I don't think it's even really a comfort zone thing. Like I don't mind doing that at all. I think it's it's I think it's a discipline thing. Well, it's, it's like because that's that's work. That's just like not that's not comfort or comfort zone meaning like. Uh, like you kind of it's easy for you to do yeah so you yeah, need okay. discipline to do stuff that's like above and beyond like what your regular yeah that's why i say comfort zone i'm not saying because it is it is uncomfortable anytime you have to do something that requires discipline yeah i'm yeah, not saying yeah. like oh you have to go into the middle of a, a a busy street and go listen to our podcast and like be discomfort with public embarrassment like people People equate comfort zone pushing to like embarrassing yourself. Yeah, I just okay. pretty much anything that takes discipline is 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 uncomfortable. Dis- is uncomfortable. You know, that's a good way to put it. I um, I was like even even posting on uh, or being active on social media. I was uh, I was or, I already told you about this. I was watching the Kim Kardashian interview on Netflix, and he was uh, he was talking about her Instagram presence and just she uh, she she just like she didn't say much about it but like her thing was like like it's a ton of work to stay active and like to be posting and stuff and like you know that's that comes from like one of the biggest instagram influencers like she's saying it's work like it doesn't come easy to her either to you know to keep up with like 170 200 million followers however many she has well the the thing is is it's not like like working out once might not push your comfort zone posting once in a, a cup every couple months doesn't really push your comfort zone so you think that working out if, if if you do it once and it doesn't push your comfort zone like you're you're saying to yourself like oh i don't mind reaching out to a, a big guest or collaboration once so you're like it's not out of my comfort zone but consistently working out consistently posting being someone who is an active yeah, that that I'm I'm uncomfortable with that idea, because that's not who I am. I'm like, oh, I'm not a consistent like story picture. Like, look at look at all this. Sh-. Like, that's the discomfort. It's the stuff you're not doing. Um, yeah, you can reach. I can reach out to a, a, a big sales thing every now and then without discomfort. It's the always reaching out. It's a consistency that takes discipline. And, and anyway, so what I realized in COVID is I I the same pattern existed no matter what. And even in music, although I felt that I identified now as, you know, a musician, I identified as uh, like this is this is something I could see myself being salesy and living the life of it because I believe in I believe in it more than and than say I believe in my fashion sense. That I was like, okay, like this is I can do this, and we definitely did more of it, but still, day to day, we weren't doing enough of the living the life of musicians where it's like create constantly collaborate reach out salesy like like reach out to other bands or labels or whatever for for like all this outward discomfort kind of stuff our instagram still was kind of sporadic like everything the same patterns emerged and uh in covid when i had no discipline 
it especially fell off. We stopped writing for the most part, except for a few spurts when you came home, mm-hmm. like middle of COVID and like putting out the music video. Like, you know what I mean? Like the core stuff kind of fell apart. And it's when I realized that I, I, uh, as much as I am 100% in the belief that I want the results of this career, I am not, motivation will not make me do the day-to-day stuff. So I know I want the results. We talked about this previously. I want the more than I want the results of being a, a pro gamer. But I'm doing the stuff a pro gamer does every day mm-hmm. and I'm not doing the music stuff. So it's like, it's the discipline. It's the discipline. You gotta change your foundational discipline. Right. I, I can't rely on motivation. I'm still motivated to put music out. I'm still yeah. motivated to make music. But it's like discipline that you, like to actually get in there and like put in hours, put in work, like yeah. nonstop. But because that's the difference is is motivation will get us to where we've always been. Yeah. Which is a good level. People yeah. are like, hey, good job. Like you're doing stuff. Yeah. We want to be successful. Motivation isn't the issue. Motivation isn't the issue. Discipline is what fills in the gaps. It's what will make us actually become successful in our endeavors. And I think I've focused too much on motivation and I haven't focused enough on on discipline, which is like kind of where this whole next chapter comes and uh, why I'm finally excited to change kind of a losing game is... We were living in this house, you know, it was a dope house. We loved the area, but um, it just didn't, it always felt temporary because we knew we were going to move out and it just didn't, right? It didn't just, it just didn't feel professional. It just didn't, it it didn't, it wasn't the right, uh, it was the right environment for the time, but it wasn't the right environment for COVID because, you know, I don't know. It just, something just wasn't clicking. So we needed a fresh start. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, it was great at the beginning for like the first year. It was nice to be out like in our own space and such, but, um, like, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you one, just looking at the interface right now, I'll tell you one thing I'm not going to miss is the amount of dust that was on everything that came out of that house. Hundreds of years of dust, man. Like, like I, 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 I don't know whether it was because we didn't dust or like clean that much that there was so much dust or the fact I think that the house with- is really old because like <clears throat> like if if uh come out of the vents. Like your house your house right here yeah like if it doesn't get dusted in like you know a few months like leave it for you could leave it for 10 years and it wouldn't be as dusty and as- it wouldn't be as dusty there was literally like i i don't think i've ever had this before there was like like I even would clean my room sometimes and then like you know shortly after there'd be like huge dust balls just collecting on the floor like it, I, it would come out of the vents yeah it's just it was just an old ass house yeah not to mention the mice that was only at the end it was the honestly yeah. the, the house was fantastic there was a there was like a one year period after the basement tenant moved out where we had the basement yeah there was no bugs no pests no yeah. mice honestly a very bug free home um and then only in covid did we see our first mouse mm-hmm. and uh that was towards the end and we got rid of them pretty quick the house was a, a fantastic lot of but like in terms of in terms of like we knew we had to move out so we weren't setting up anything kind of permanent and so we'd always like set up our podcast stuff tear it down the rooms the yeah rooms, that was kind of annoying because Kristen moved out in february we thought we were going to move out too. We thought we were going to move out too. So the house was like, the main floor was like half set up for like, what, six months, six, seven months or up until now. 
But yeah, so we, we've been looking for places and that's been a grind too. Not a lot of houses in Toronto, especially the houses we're looking for because we were looking to elevate. Like mm-hmm. we like when we were moving out, we're like, okay, let's move into a nicer place. Like let's let's take always move kind of like in the in the direction you want to move. And the nicer places we were looking at, well, they they didn't want three guys living in it. They wanted families. You know, they they were like these were we were looking at nice homes. Um and they were like, No, no, like we want a family living here, not three professionals. And uh, only in COVID recently have landlords learned their lesson that um you know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you you maybe should have uh, thought about us before because the places we're looking at now are like cheap. They're they're cheaper, but also couples are breaking up or they're leaving the yeah. city. And it's like I like I want to like I I want to clarify with all landlords that like like just because there's a group of guys doesn't mean they're partying for like yeah. hours on end every single night of the week and that they're dirty like. Go ahead, accept your female tenants and or your families. Come, come come back to us and like let's see whose place is dirtier. Because I've been in multiple females. Uh, or go to someone's family home. There's kids are the messiest people in the world. I don't know. They're why. so dirty. It's like why do we have such a bad reputation? But I, I always thought it was longevity. I was like maybe it's just like they want a tenant that's going to be there for ten years. And I'm like that's totally fair. But then you see in COVID the the the, the first sign of trouble. And like these, these people are up and out. So the, we're looking at these nice homes, and people are just evacuating the city. Yeah, moving to they 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 got out as quick as as whatever. And uh, so we were able to snag a uh, a place recently, and a very nice place. And uh, it's it's a uh, at first it was a little too pricey, and at first it didn't really have the layout that I thought was was good for us there's like one massive um kind of room and like pretty much a, th- a quarter of the house is all garage <laughs> it's like one full story of the house the main floor is garage it's huge and then the top story is all um one bedroom and then the middle two stories are uh you know the kitchen living room is one and then two bedrooms on the next so we're like this doesn't really cater to us but then um i, I kind of sat down and i thought about it first of all I, I told them that was too expensive and they they totally hit us with like a 500 dollars rent decrease yeah and uh they had a deal going on it was two months rent free which is wild i'm like that's how that's how like i guess it the, seems the like market. people were just evacuating yeah. those places and uh so but w- even just looking at the housing market like still getting those emails of places it's like I've seen so many places like it's it's crazy how much it's changed because uh I've seen so many places like sub three thousand dollars or like around three thousand mm-hmm. dollars now, which is like fi- like finally you don't feel like you're just getting completely Rinsed. taken advantage of by these like shitty places that were listed before and they're like, Hey, come live in my unfinished basement, you know, three bedrooms, one washroom, like we live underground like for $3,000 in Toronto. Yeah, like um it it was like yeah, so it it was it was a bit it was a bit discouraging. That's why it took us so long to move out. We were ready to move out right away. It just took that long to find places and the places we did like we got uh, uh we lost in the yeah. in the to couples and stuff. But anyway, so we finally find this place and it was I just I was trying to think about how to make it work. Once once I heard about that they were, you know, the the rent was starting to line up with our price range. 
uh, still expensive, but affordable at least. Like the value was started to line up. I started to envision what we could do with this place in COVID. And I had this like, I started going on this like big mental journey, which was starting to like reinvigorate some of my um, kind of desire to crush life again, <laughs> you know? And uh, I was like, wait a minute, with this with this house layout, we can very easily have a home gym in the basement. You know, the garage is just a cement floor insulated big room. You can park a car on one side and it's got enough room for like an entire home gym. And then I was like, instead of thinking of the one big bedroom as just a bedroom, why not turn that into, you know, a home studio, a, 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 a permanent setup for all the podcast gear, all the music gear, uh, and professionalize it, like make it look really good. Like, like let's revamp the podcast. Let's have kind of like a, a set, you know what I mean? And I started like getting all these, like, like, why don't we make it, if if it's going to require discipline, why don't we make it as easy as possible on us to be disciplined? Mm-hmm. You know, like if working out requires discipline, if making music requires discipline, if making the podcast good requires discipline, let's make it as easy as humanly possible. And to boot, live in a nice place, increase our our quality of living, increase our cost of living. So you have motivation as well, you know, motivation from the monthly, the high monthly rent, motivation from feeling and looking like a professional with like a professional setup. Like all these things provide motivation in COVID that uh, is a bonus. Mm -hmm. And uh, so now like I'm amped up, I I really can't wait uh, to take the podcast to the next level and just like live a new, like, like this is like a fresh start kind of like instead of going at it from a motivation standpoint going at it from a pure discipline standpoint and do the stuff every day at home that we need to do or not that we want to do and that's make music not to reach out to people no but like yeah want to do it but like want to do it all the time yeah yeah we want to do it some of the time yeah you know what i mean it's the yeah. fill in the gaps we we did it we did it exactly how much we wanted to do it before and that got us where we got which is Again, I'm not. I'm not saying what we're doing isn't impressive to, on a relative stance to a lot of what people achieve. We still get it done, but we want to be rock stars or have a successful podcast. You have to like hit that next level, which yeah. is above and beyond, and that requires. You can't keep doing the same thing that we're doing. Yeah, so I, I'm just I'm kind of amped to fresh start and just build a whole new foundation now that mine's completely eroded, um, and. I like, I also like this whole like envisioning the right environment and just creating it or visualizations do really work when you actually make them a thing. And I remember like before we would do visualizations, I'm like, just tell yourself, you know, you're a jacked fucking musician that makes tons of money and wake up every day and like, like just envision it. And like that used to be a big part of our like motivation and mm-hmm. and stuff was like visualizations and self affirmations, and it's one thing to say it, and then you get up and you look and you're in a tiny dusty room, and you're like, I'm not living anything like this, and it it, it erodes that visual like it erodes the visualization away really quick. If you're able to visualize, but then also take steps to make your visions a reality, like it becomes a lot easier to see yourself as these things. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
you know, I, and I don't think you have to. A, a lot of people make uh, a lot of people make room in their visualizations for, you know, they don't have a lot of money. They live in a, like a, a shitty place, but yet they still yeah let their I, craft take take I precedent. Know. I'm like I'm I'm heavily influenced in that sense of like I mean I mean to an extent of environment of like things things sort of need to be set up a way that's conducive to the way like I I I I guess I want them to be or I think but um for the most part which is just kind of like clean <laughs> you know what I mean um but yeah I mean if you can if you can and it's part of your motivation um and it's like I'm just saying if you can do it like this is going to be uh, I'm excited is all and and just just envisioning the things that I want from this podcast involve like professionalization I want to stop doing it makeshift I want to put more I I always I hate that in covid we stopped having guests and we also stopped like putting effort into content and you know like we stopped we didn't like prepare or and I don't know. It's I think it's part of the journey, and I'm happy that it's captured. But I hate half-assing anything. Yeah, including uh, music and and the businesses. And I just want to completely start again with an entire different approach to the things I do, and just discipline myself to do the the music and the podcast the way I wasn't doing it before because the stuff I'm comfortable with will come from motivation. I did that shit all the time. I don't need to discipline myself to do the maintenance of the businesses, the the numbers, the operations, like everything I just talked about. So I'm only going to discipline myself to do all the things that I wasn't doing, build a new foundation that isn't so motivation dependent. It's discipline dependent mm-hmm. so that when things like crises happen or hard times happen, your discipline muscle is like jacked. So you don't just fall apart like 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 you, like needed to be like military style, hundred percent. Like work it like you're in the military where you fucking get up. At, I I mean I don't know what they do in the military, but just like exercise nonstop. <laughs> I'm like, talking exercise. I'm talking push push ups. I'm talking exercise. Exercise. Getting up early. Jog, jogging. Running with someone on your back. Yeah. So that, we just, can do all that. I, I mean, that's just what I'm. My, my Hollywood vision. Well, because before, dude, I was like, I don't want to live a life like that because I want to, I want to want what I do, and so I was like, I don't want a life of discipline because that doesn't sound like any fun. But then you look at the guys who have discipline, or the girls. You look at the people that have discipline, and they live better lives than you. You know, mm-hmm. like you're like, oh, I want to. I don't want to. I don't have to force myself to do shit all the time. That's why I was so focused on doing what I want. I want to. I want to figure out a life that is doing exactly what I want. If you can do that, why wouldn't you want to do that? It, well, you, you know what it is, I, I think, is that you see, like, a lot of successful people, it's like you only see their, you only see them being, like, sort of in the spotlight, like, being, like, whether they're, like, being interviewed or, like, they're out doing, like, fun shit and they're, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, they're... Like like any any anything that seems cool that's in the spotlight, it's like you don't see any stuff behind the curtains of like what their discipline and like how much work that they're doing. So you like fall in love with yeah 
the this this vision of exactly. them, but you don't actually take into account that they're probably like fucking grinding like so hard. But even like because some of these people legitimately have discipline built into them, and it, so it doesn't seem like some successful people, yeah, are not like us. They have inner drives, whether it's like inner demons or like greed or like desires for for whatever they can achieve success from a bunch of different ways mm-hmm. and or they have like innate characteristics that are like like you see like uh, some drug addicts becoming addicted to working out or like become addicted to working and they have personality traits that are really conducive to success and they don't even know why they have them mm-hmm. they just know they need to keep working out and they love it and like so it still takes discipline but i mean all these different ways you see the results of these people and you wonder what's the difference between you and them. And if you don't have those traits, you need to discipline yourself. If you don't, you know the things you need to do, you know the things they did, whether they needed discipline or not, like their comfort zone activities could be like the way I described mine, could be the outreachy creative stuff that got them successful and they're comfortable doing it and they do it every day without even thinking. Yeah. So if you, I'm just saying whether you do it yourself or you find a partner that has it or you pay someone to do it, certain activities need to be done to achieve a certain level of success. I, I remember I remember my my brother-in-law's, or, or I was out with him, and uh, I was chatting with one, one of his friends, and smoker, like mm. big smoker, but he also he also made a comment that he, run, he said he runs five kilometers every day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like pretty ripped. And I'm like, how do you, like, it's like how, like you must have that sort of characteristic where it's like, you're obviously addicted to smoking, but you're like addicted to like running, running and like have that discipline to run, even though you're a big time smoker and still like, even if I wasn't, uh, even if I wasn't smoking or, and I don't like, I, I don't smoke, uh, and it would be hard for me to run five kilometers a day mm-hmm. to like have that motivation. That's why I think like motivation is such a weird. And when you when you go to motivational speakers and you read self help books, and that's why like I feel like I've been through the ringer on all that shit, and it leads you to the same place. It's that people are different, and motivation comes and goes. And I know there is a lot of motivational speakers that talk about discipline, but they do it in a motivational way where you have to be motivated to discipline yourself. And then when the motivation goes away, so does your discipline. Like legitimately, the the only thing that matters when it comes to self-help is change. How do you change yourself? And the way to change yourself is through repetitive action. And the way to do repetitive action is discipline. And you know, when, once you do something enough, everyone knows that it becomes habitual. It becomes routine. You start to change your your beliefs about yourself. Start to change. Like everything comes from these foundations, and whether or not you have them naturally, you're you're doing these things naturally, or you have to force yourself to do them, or you find a partner that does them. However, you set your life up, certain things need to be done, and if your environment changes, usually you have to figure out a new solution. And that's why when like bad shit happens to people, they change because they're forced to live a different way. Mm-hmm. And then they realize that they have a whole new gear of, of whatever. But if nothing bad happens to you and, and you're a comfortable person that isn't money motivated, doesn't have greed, isn't like all these things, you have a really hard time achieving massive success because unless you get lucky, 
you don't have you just don't have the ability to change or, 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 or get out of your comfort. So discipline is a great tool for us. Um, and I think disciplined people still have fun. And I think that's like the most important thing. And the way I thought about it, I think because discipline, disciplined people they a, know how to manage their time as well. I, I feel like that goes hand in hand. Well, I think fun requires discipline too, to do it right. Like everyone I watch is doing the things I want to do surfing or riding motorbikes, you, you look at them and they're like, hey, this is my backyard motocross track. They, had the, they went and built that. They, they, they didn't, no one gave that to them. They went and found a house with a piece of property. And uh, this is even, I watch a lot of people that uh, just kind of lived their life before they were successful. And they're like, I wanted to surf. So I did this and I live in the shack by the beach. And like they created their environments however they needed to do. And I thought about it like, me, I always complained that uh, when we bought our uh, cottage like five, six years ago, uh, there was trails in the woods behind my cottage. So I bought a dirt bike and it was easy for me because I would go out right out the back door and I'd ride these trails. Mm-hmm. Uh, two years went by and they grew in. It turns out they were just temporary trails that the hydro company was using to maintain these hydro lines. So they grew in and I couldn't ride anymore out my back stoop. And the only way I could ride was hauling my bike to the track, which was a massive uh, ordeal for me because it was like, get the trailer, load in all the parts and you have to bring your tools and your gas and all your shit and your gear and you load it into the car, you put your dirt bike, you strap it down, you drive 40 minutes to the track, you unpack everything like a little caravan and um, you ride, which is exhausting and fun. You have a blast and then when you're done riding, you're you're like so tired that you have to pack everything back up and it would take a full day and you get home and you just fucking hit the sack. And uh, so I, I did it less and less. And and I, I thought about it and I was like, you know what would be nice is if I had a place to ride in the backyard and why don't I just build my own trails? And like I thought about it, disciplined people go out and do stuff like that. They, are, they, like, they have more fun because they get moving and like mm. I'll build a trail. They, they fucking dig it up. They map it out. They build it. They, they, they make their environments easier to do the things they want to do through discipline. And uh, well, I, yeah, it's I, just a small example. I just like these disciplined people have fun. Yeah. The people you see doing the stuff you want to do, they have the discipline to like, let, like get a group together and do it or plan it or like it takes work to have fun and it, and it takes work to do everything you, you want the results of being in shape being successful and I just I want to I I think that's something or sorry I'll let you finish you want to what I want to um, make a foundation and discipline and not motivation and see where that goes this this time around fresh start Um, I think that's something that that's you know younger generate like even us our younger generations are kind of fading on because growing up with such easy access to everything whether it's like like small example like uber eats you know yeah instead yeah. of having to go out and like pick up food you can just like We're, tap a few buttons you're, you're and so it right. comes right, so and it's, right. It's, it's instant it's instant and you you just kind of you're expecting things uh you know ev- everything else to like happen that instantly and it's like like i think it's like sort of coming into other or uh coming into other areas of of our lives where it's we want we want those things without doing the actual work yeah right we know we want the results of it yeah like obviously you and i 
we want nothing more than to make do what we're doing for a living. Yeah. And uh, but our actions don't reflect that. No. Because we want the Uber Eats rocks our experience. You know, you do the bare minimum, and then something shows up and goes, "Hey, here's your million dollar contract, yeah, your record deal." And um, no, it's just it's just an interesting thing, and uh, it's been an exciting revelation. It's been exciting to have things to look forward to again in COVID and building this environment. And I just I know I want to be the person that does and that includes for fun like if it takes more work to have more fun mm-hmm. i want to be the guy that does that work mm-hmm. if it takes more work to to do to achieve some result that i know i want yeah i'm just going to focus on it's more fulfilling like i haven't felt like it's like some days at home i think i've spoke about this before but i just like y- you loafed through the day and, you know, you're like, oh, like lunchtime, you know, like you get lunch and then you like, you know, maybe like watch like a movie or something. Then you're like hanging out and yeah. and like it, it comes around to like five, six o'clock when everyone else is is done work for the day. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, I'm going to start something. Yeah. It, it's it's like, like oh, just- it's like I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing all day. Like that doesn't sound that enjoyable. Like I'm almost like sick of like like I like I'm bored of watching tv you know what i mean it's like it's like everyone's done for the day and they're like okay let's relax let's like hang out do this and i'm like i've been doing this all day it's like it's not rewarding plus like i want something else to like like fulfill me as like i'm like bored of watching shows or whatever why video games was such a dangerous thing for me because it it fulfills a lot of my mom was reading something to me that video games um, they they do a lot of studies on video games. Yeah, uh, and it is it can be crippling, especially in certain periods of people's lives. Because I am I'm satisfying a lot of my human urges for success and achievement and progression and stuff within a video game because they're 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 so immersive now that you know I don't get bored of it. Like you get bored of TV, I feel like I'm getting better. I feel like I'm improving on something. I am, yeah. Because there's a bit of a reward. It's like you don't get better at watching TV. No, you don't get rewarded. Like right, <laughs> and 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 you're competing. And I love competition. You're not competing, watching like who can log more hours. And, like and I and it's like anything, man. When like when I'm playing shinny, I yeah. never want to stop. When I'm playing football in the park or frisbee, you know, like I just I always want to not stop those types of activities because there, there's you know progression. You getting better at hockey. There's competition. There's achievement when you get the goal or the win. I when I play hockey or golf, mm-hmm. I can play 36 holes. I can play back to back. Whenever someone comes in the dressing room and they go, "Who wants to play again?" I, I have this like thing where when it comes to, like those types of activities, they they perfectly align with my like human desires to do shit. Video games does the same thing, um, which is why I've been so, which is why it's taken me so long to reach points of dissatisfaction because the things around the video games had to get so bad that i'm like in a shit pile yeah even though i'm hitting these things anyway so uh, let's wrap this up soon yeah we should get going to practice with uh with exciting news for season four of the podcast starting january 1st um you'll see it might it's obviously gonna take us a few weeks to set up but you're gonna see a whole new a whole new um <clears throat> season four, eh? Wow. Yeah. 
You're going to see a whole new setup. Wild. You're going to see a whole new perspective. And the whole point of this podcast has always been documenting our path to success. And uh, I think part of the path to success is lots of failures. And I mean, we do, we document those well. Yeah. And There's uh, been lots of failures. For at, sure. at the very least, we try a lot of things. And this new chapter will be trying environment change, visualizing what you need, making it happen, trying discipline and talking about it as we go and uh, seeing the fruits of that. And if it works for us, it fucking will work for anybody because we've hit the lowest of lows like anybody else. And uh, we're, we're on our way now to our first band practice in COVID. I'm excited. And we're in the studio at the end of next month. Things are finally happening again. And uh, a lot to look forward to. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll keep you posted and we'll see you next Tuesday. When you afraid of it. Yeah, but ever since the day I posted it for those likes. Ever since the day that I was born a friend to these mics. My mother told me to be frugal, check the money in stacks. Before that money get you caught, then you begging for checks. I'm out. I don't want to seem crazy. Baby, I just want to know. What you want to do? Tell me where you want to go.